0: Alright guys, here we go, Nord East Podcast. We have a huge episode and it all starts with Delvin Cook, the best running back in the entire NFL. The Vikings are uh, are back to their, their best right now, or at least close to it. We'll talk about the Gophers getting back on track as well. Here we go, Nord East Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Happy to be here. Super good. How are you doing? I am happy to be here with you guys as well. And I'm also happy because our team, the Minnesota Vikings, are starting to get back to their old winning ways. Wow. So it's kind of fun to watch that. Detroit helps. Yeah, but I mean, Detroit's been competitive all year. Um, I know it's probably hard without their quarterback to practice all week, but thus is 2020. That's it.
1: They, I mean, they should theoretically be four and four. The if, Vikings? No, no, no. The the Lions, if what's his name hadn't dropped that ball against the Bears in week one or whatever. Mm. And the Vikings should if
0: uh, we could have just gotten that one yard against the Seahawks.
1: That is true. So
0: game of inches. That's it. Never a truer statement has been said. All right, guys. So we have a great sports cast ahead of us. But before we dive into some sports, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nord East podcast. Also, subscribe on all of the podcast apps there you go all right so i'm going we got them way. all so just go for that one
1: of them two or all of them whatever yeah. you yeah
0: it's funny though because anytime i try to get someone to download a podcast they're like what's podcast it's on youtube and then they <laughs> also don't know that there's a podcast app or they've deleted it off their phone because their phone has such low storage that they're desperately deleting apps
2: stocks is like the first thing to go health <laughs> monitor next yeah there's an order of operations <laughs> for these things
0: all right, guys, um, we are drinking an exciting beer from our friends over at Junkyard, or up at Junkyard, I guess. This is called Huncho's Next Haircut. It's an apricot passion fruit sour.
2: Shouts to Minkus, formerly of Junkyard. I hope he's doing, doing well wherever he went to. Um, yeah, man, you guys like this?
0: I love it. Um, we've been drinking a lot of dark beers. I've been buying a lot of dark beers and bringing a lot of them to you guys. And this week, I tried to brighten what we were drinking a little bit.
2: Make it a little less heavy. Oh, it's super fruity, super bright tart.
1: What was the one we had last week from Fair State? I forget. It started with a G or something
2: like that. Uh, I don't. Know. No, I forgot too. Amazing oh, Orange S- Sam samsus or something shit like that yeah yeah it was a weird name but it was like that orangey one
1: this kind of reminds me of that i mean it's different but Mm -hmm. it it reminds me of that just like kind of punchy in the mouth tart delicious yeah love it
2: it's good beer yeah junkyard plus yeah yeah,
1: happy to have junkyard back in our lives it's been a it's been a hot minute since we had them i know
2: they stopped distributing so down here and then not not at stinson not the whole time they have huh
0: most of it and stinson's been loaded with junkyard lately so um yeah we love stinson I I think Stinson is the best liquor store. That's not like a massive, huge liquor store in the whole Twin Cities. Yeah, I
2: still usually go to Central. It's a little closer for me, and they got all the shit too. But
1: Elevated is is my version of Stinson because mm-hmm. it's closer.
2: Yep, that's yeah, a good one. But too. yeah. Okay, guys, um, here we go. Uh,
0: we have a warm up today because it's sportscast, and uh, I need to loosen up. So, uh, yeah.
2: Jim, what do you got? I'm here to, to loosen you guys up. Let's get limber, boys. Um okay i heard this somewhere else so don't this is not an original question so i don't care don't dm me that i stole it from somewhere what is the most satisfying sound in sports most satisfying sound what you got
0: um this A is you come to mind this is easy for me is it um yeah uh the glass breaking stone cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did
2: not see that coming but okay Um,
1: that's that's an interesting one
2: if i I couldn't pick that one i would pick um the squealing rubber of nascar
0: no no. okay okay if i couldn't pick that one i would pick like that um the second before the crowd explodes from a great play where like all of the air gets sucked out of the building for a second and then it just explodes like you know someone's about to hit a big three or someone's about to make an incredible catch, and, like, everyone's kind of witnessing this at the same time, and everyone kind of has this natural reaction, and it's like... It's almost like the, huh. Yes, I love
2: that's That's a really deep... That's a good answer. That's nice. a good answer. What you got, Ryan? I think for me, as a baseball guy, mm-hmm. like,
1: the crack of the bat,
2: yeah, like, on a really, like, hard-hit ball, when you know, like, as soon as you hear it, it's like okay, that was so you, solid. you hear it
1: and then you see the batter's reaction and you know like that's either going far into the gap or over the fence. Okay, I really like that one.
2: I was gonna go with um, when Shaq breaks a backboard and all the glass comes down and kind of almost like your stone cold one. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of good. <laughs> but ones. that doesn't happen anymore. I know. Okay, Shaq what's the the play. Qu-
1: can we real quick go like the least satisfying sports uh, sound and I'm gonna go first and okay. it's the fucking uh boat horn that they play after every goal in
2: hockey That okay that doesn't do it for me either um i thought you were gonna say like the tennis player sex grunt oh god that's a good one that'll keep it coming back that's terrible okay All right.
0: i would you say oh you're still going
2: Boom boom. Ba-na-na-na.
0: go back go oh. is my least favorite sound
2: there you go we got yeah favorite you guys must be really warmed up to give me favorites and least favorites
0: Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, we're going to start out with the Minnesota Vikings who took care of business. What was it? 34 to 20 today, I believe, was the final. Does sounds that sound right. right. Yep, sounds right. 34 to 20. Kirk Cousins throws, what, four touchdown passes?
1: Three okay, touchdown passes. Three,
0: yeah, yeah three, 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 three. I don't have the stats in front <laughs> of me. Um, Cousins has a really nice day. Two to Irv Smith. Um, he throws, I don't even know who else got
1: one. Was it uh, <laughs> Madison? Or Dalvin? Dalvin
0: had a day of days, though. That's the real story here. 206 yards rushing, I believe, two touchdowns. He is now the best running back in football.
2: Hands down. Uh, Let's slow down on that. I mean, I agree, but your boy Christian's back, and he Mm -hmm. had a nice day as well.
0: Yep. No, he's really good, and Dalvin Cook's been doing it all year. Yeah. And Dalvin is leading the league in touchdowns and in rushing yards, and I believe yards from scrimmage now. I mean he's yeah. he's not just one of the best running backs he is one of the best players in football this year.
1: It reminds me that like season Gurley had 3 years ago where he was just I don't know what the comparison is but like down the stretch Gurley was averaging from scrimmage like 180 yards a game, mm-hmm. 3 touchdowns like from a fantasy perspective it was a it was nightmare crazy. to play against him. Yeah. Um so yeah like Dalvin is on like an unconscious level right now.
2: Yep. Well, that, that was fun. I mean, dude, it's a fun offense at this point. Like I enjoy watching them play.
1: Eric's pro football focusing Todd Gurley, yeah. two thousand seventeen. No, 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 no,
2: no. I, I was trying and to find some Delvin stats, but for some reason
0: they can't like it's the fucking internet and they can't update stats on ESPN for like a day for some reason. Oh,
1: until the week is like who over knows? or whatever. But
0: but I mean this guy he's he's invincible right now. He is just chopping up defenses. And I think what who needs some credit here is Um, the offensive line. Hell yeah. I mean, they've been really freaking good. And like, I I know that we've said this before and it probably doesn't make sense and it can be very frustrating to watch. Um, But this is an offensive line that is built for running the ball with a zone run scheme. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we struggle so much in passing the ball is because these are all run blocking players that are part of this line. And they're there for a reason to run a specific zone running scheme. They are undersized and, but athletic but athletic and yeah. quick and get out yeah. and so mm-hmm. when you we play teams like chicago um who we have next week has bullied us for like the last two or three years
1: because our guys are so much smaller than and like the O line for, for instance
0: yep and they're so big so when you look at the dvoa which don't ask me what that stands for but it's like football outsiders measurement of everything it's like their ranking system um i believe the vikings offensive line was ranked fourth or something in rushing and like 27th in passing
2: sounds about right Um, okay
0: you see it when you watch the game now what the vikings are built to do is to play with the lead they are talented enough on defense even without any cornerbacks and they are built to just run the ball cook is a superstar and how effective is cousins when the play action game is working
1: minus the one where he got blindsided on the corner blitz Mm -hmm. uh very um, I mean, they were just playing pitch and catch today on, yeah. on some open things. There was a couple bad throws by Cousins, but other than that, it seemed like very pedestrian pass play calling, nothing crazy. Jefferson was not really even involved. Thielen had a moderate day, but it was about the tight ends. And Well,
0: Jefferson wasn't involved, and he had 64 yards because he had bombs all day. Yeah, they're I just mean, deep throws. Just and deep throws
1: that he gets underneath. Everything was like deep middle. We stopped doing the dink and dunk stuff. Um, I mean, they, they did hit Dalvin on a couple, but that was... You know, That's Dalvin, always a good idea. Dalvin one on one with a linebacker in space. How, yep. how, how all this? day? Yeah, six, right six guys.
0: Six guys caught passes. Okay. um Here's their long catch of the day for each guy. Abdullah twenty two. I'm sorry, Smith nine. Oh, Abdu- there there was your other touchdown catch. Abdullah yep. twenty two. Thielen thirty. Rudolph twenty two. Cook twenty nine. Jefferson thirty five. I mean, these were all big hitters. Cousins was thirteen of twenty uh for two hundred twenty yards, eleven yards <laughs> per attempt. Uh, three touchdowns one sack I mean he was really good and this is the offense for him play action cousins with a clean pocket is a killer well
1: they were saying on the radio today um, because I was listening on in the car and they were saying cousins leads the league in yards per attempt and yards per completion yeah which the you, Dinkin' you, Dunk you, cousins narrative
0: is just so ridiculous. He, no,
1: but I'm saying that they've they've gone away from that. they're, oh yeah. they're not even attempting that stuff anymore. But even we,
0: last year, he was like 16th in in short passes. Like he's like in the middle of the pack, or um, is actually one of the best guys in the game. Yeah, and yep. he's just built for a team with a good run game with some receivers who can run crisp routes. And everyone's like, well, he needs everything perfect. Well, let me just tell you, there's about four guys on earth who don't need everything perfect. To be honest. It's yeah. like yep. Mahomes, Wilson, maybe Rogers. I thought it was Jackson, but not anymore. Maybe Russell. He said Wilson. Maybe you know. maybe Murray just because he can make stuff happen. Yeah. I mean, there just aren't guys who can't who when things are all going poorly and there's no protection and their guys aren't making plays. Vintage case Keenum. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage case. Keenum. Um yeah, so that was great. Also, the Vikings have no corners left at this point. Um nope. and somehow they've beat the the Packers and the, the Lions with no cornerbacks. That's pretty unbelievable. Mike Hughes is on IR with a neck injury, done for the year. Um you have Holton Hill has missed since week 4 with an ankle injury. Fine. Um you have Cam Danzler, who's been hurt numerous times already this year, the rookie almost died. And then you have uh Harrison Hand, another rookie a fifth round pick. Who's played a lot for us?
1: Who we only met last week?
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> and, no, but he's played even before that. He was getting in because we were so banged up as kind of a backup. For sure, guy. yeah. Like then last week he had to play like heavy minutes. He got hurt, and then um, uh, Fields, uh, I think, is his name. Mark Fields um, is on the IR now.
1: Yeah, and Five so we, we starters. Who's the guy we started today that was off, off the Jones? Lions? Yeah, off Chris the Lions. Chris Jones or something. We signed off the Lions practice squad this week. And
0: um, we had uh, Chris Boyd, Boyd. and yeah. first round pick Jeff Gladney. And that was it, I think. I think that was all the guys we That's had. That's all you
1: need. They kind of held their own. They did pretty well. Um, I mean, Stafford was picking him apart early. I mean, he was like fourteen of fifteen on his first fifteen throws. Yeah. Who had all the picks? Fourteen I mean, of had fifteen of for like
0: for like fifty one yards. Any of these new guys get a pick? <laughs> um, no. Eric Wilson had another pick. Eric Kendricks. Kendricks had another pick, and Harrison Smith okay. had a pick. So all right, three interceptions. The they they knocked um Stafford out of the game. I think
1: three. All three were in the red zone. Does um, that sound right? I don't know if the I don't remember if the Eric Wilson one was, but the Eric Wilson Kendricks.
0: one was the. Kendrick's one was the Smith one ended like in the air was in the red zone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Fair enough.
0: I mean they they the the defense really helped. Timely, very timely. Um yeah. I thought they did a great job. And it just sucks that we let the Titans game and the Seahawks. Seahawks game yeah. slip away because this team could be five and three. And if you were five and three right now, you'd be like we're a contender in the yeah. NFC. Yeah, absolutely. And it said you're three and five, and you you still have a chance to make the playoffs here, but you're going to have to tear off a lot of wins.
1: So, are we, so we're going to end up eight and eight, right? I mean, we um, we all can see this. Three yeah. and
0: five. I mean, here's the one thing that's good. I believe our next four games are against some combination of like Bears, the Bears, Carolina, Carolina, Jacksonville, and the Cowboys.
1: Yep, that sounds right.
0: I mean, literally, we could win all four of those. And so we're playing, suddenly, the, we're playing the East this year. Yeah. So suddenly okay. you're seven and. No, we're not playing the East. We're playing the South, but we were playing the um, team that finished second place. In, oh, okay, the, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So we played the Seahawks. We play the Cowboys, and yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine this team winning those four games, and suddenly you're seven and five on a six game winning streak. But they've also been
1: wildly inconsistent as well, and so and we play terrible in Chicago for whatever uh, reason. Um, but the, the Bears look awful. Right now, they're going backwards.
0: Uh, yeah, um, the Bears open up as one and a half point favorites at home.
1: I saw the the first one I saw was that the Vikings were two and a half point favorites on the road in Chicago. Wow. Wow. Interesting.
2: Well, I believe uh, it. I I think I'm going we're with the Vikings. Super well. I mean, look at the last two weeks. It, it just can
0: anyone stop? I mean, they have a great defense, so maybe they'll make it harder on Dalvin. But Dalvin is running wild right
1: now. So I hope they like. I don't want to get too big into the Xs and Os, but I hope they like figure out different creative ways to get the ball to Dalvin in space. I don't think you're just going to be able to bruise, you know, the Bears' interior line and linebackers and just run for 200 yards. I think they're going to have to get a little shifty where maybe we, this is when we start doing swing passes and more screens to Dalvin and and trying to get a little bit more creative with that. So they end up kind of like being runs except yeah. they're technically passes. Dalvin um, can catch. I also want to give props to Alexander Madison. When you have to follow in the shadow of someone who's playing off the rails like Dalvin is Madison comes in and doesn't miss a beat. Yeah. He's like a mini Dalvin and he comes in and is bouncing off dude. So I think his game is being raised by Dalvin playing so well. And, and like Eric said, the offensive line is playing awesome too, but at the same time, it's so nice to have like kind of a little two headed threat like that. And Madison, I think runs harder than dalvin does and dalvin's obviously superior athletically mm-hmm. but Dal or uh madison is just like an absolute beast like he He's puts a his d- shoulder nice battering in Ram yeah to come in yeah, there yeah. and
0: beat on some tired defense a little bit of a different look yeah um the other thing is is that you're getting great play this year uh out of garrett bradbury last year's first round pick he was horrible in year one but that has been kind of um how it's gone uh with rookie centers in the last few years, it's
1: like a reverse elf line
0: that rookie centers really struggle for the most part in the NFL. Um, and then you know these high drafted guys end up turning into beasts. He is a stud now.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Ezra Cleveland looked really good. Right. Ezra Cleveland
0: playing out of position at right guard has been a mauler out yeah. there for us. Uh, I don't know. It looks really nice, and it's fun to see the Vikings playing so well. So next week at Bears will probably be pissed off. Is that
1: Monday night? Uh, Uh-oh. I don't know. I thought I thought it was going to be a primetime game, so we shouldn't all be looking at this up.
2: Um, I should know this up. Well, from. this might change our predictions. I'm sick of everybody picking the same. So I'm going to let you guys go first and yeah, I'm going to Monday night pick next it is so Monday. Okay, pick? so I did I did nail it. Monday night football. Mm, Monday night football. I hate Monday night football. So stupid. I hate it. So we're the favorites and we're playing super well, so I'm going to go Bears. <laughs> uh 27 vikings 21
1: i don't think i don't see the bears putting up 27 points i think it's gonna be more like a bears 20 vikings 17 oh
2: and of course we want to be wrong and that's fine
0: i think i'm gonna go with the vikings and i think they're gonna win this game 21 to 20
2: Okay. okay
1: Is that we're we're winning and then we ha- hang on, or uh, Cousins is leading us I down? Think and
2: we better be winning. <laughs> I think we Cousins are. Cousins leads us down for a last minute touchdown. No, to come up.
1: on, he he led the drive against the Saints in the playoffs, and then he had the overtime touchdown to Rudolph. I think so that,
0: it happens. It I happens. think that Nick Foles, um, modernized Dick Nick, is going moderate to, now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is going to have the ball at the end of the game with a chance to lead him down for a game winning field goal, and we are going to get. A tiny bit of revenge on him
1: oh yeah also can we just talk about what a non-factor ap and everson griffin were in the in the game today for all the yeah the hype about and everson's big fucking speech about i'm not ai wasn't a good player i was a great player and zimmer disrespected me by calling me a good player i know he's looking for an edge and like yeah. he did nothing yeah his coach had to tell him to settle down at one and day. not only that there was a i saw the replay of it there was a block that dalvin had on him like picking him up and dalvin fucking planted him on nice. his ass and it was beautiful
2: yeah he needs to not get leave you know and then just start talking shit immediately about your former team
1: anyway um let's move on to the gophers let's move on hey hey gophers gophers get their, their speaking of winning in
0: minnesota first hey. win of the year um it does feel a little bit better that maryland is actually legitimately good it does Uh, and also Michigan is absolutely terrible. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That that hurts a little bit. Well, don't bring that up, But, but guys, before we jump into this, I just want to say that I think that this is not the year to make big judgments about your team. If the Gophers win the last eight games of the year, I don't think we need to be like, is Fleck the best coach of all time? And if we lose the next eight games, I don't think we should be like, should we fire Fleck? Mm -hmm. I think this is an absolutely insane year that... The Big Ten started at the halfway point of the year. They literally have had to meet digitally with a bunch of people. We had a ton of turnover. And if you get COVID, you're out for 21 days at least. In the Big Ten, you are. And they're not even really Mm -hmm. telling you the guys who have COVID, and they have a lot of guys out constantly.
1: So We we had a kicker from the streets, you know, like just some random guy like, hey, can you kick footballs? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. So to (laughs) me, I just think this is... um, bonus football just at this point. Just throw it out doesn't count. Just, yeah, that doesn't a good, matter.
0: That's a good call. I just like I'm not going to get upset about the them or I'm not going to get too excited because this is just a ridiculous here.
1: I mean, Notre Dame beat Clemson. Indiana's in the top 10. Like college football is like upside down right
2: now. Okay.
0: So in this game, the big story was Mohammed Ibrahim, who is going off. He had four more touchdowns, 30 carries for 224 yards. He also had two catches for 31 yards. He's like one of the leaders in the country in touchdowns or something now. Um, I heard people on the local news saying, is he a Heisman contender? No. No, he's not. (laughs) Please shut up. No, he's not even close. Um, But it is fun. He's having such success. I thought he really flashed last year. And I thought, um, uh, was it Brooks? Brooks and um, Dunn now williams oh was it
1: rodney smith smith yeah
0: smith and brooks like kind of were in his way
1: and i really wanted to see well and brooks did the thing where he like sat out the first four games so he could get another year of eligibility or whatever wasn't that what he did like the, you could do like a re, like a reverse redshirt i thing, thought you were
0: gonna say what he did was the thing
2: where he fumbled because he seemed well, to he, do did, that he, a lot he did he did do big that moments
1: but yeah ibrahim is uh phenomenal
2: Love him. Um, so, is that some kind of Big Ten record to get eight touchdowns in two games as a running back? Um, no, it if you seems look at crazy. College,
0: if you look at college sports records, they're always like just absurd. It's probably like two game record is yeah fifteen touchdowns back in Jim the, Brown for Cincinnati something yeah. in eighteen something. This guy ran for eleven touchdowns against um, Chester
2: Pennington from the nineteen thirty five team. Yeah, it's always yeah. just ridiculous. Is that an old fashioned enough name for you? um chester pennington bateman
1: well, the only bad thing is that chester bennington was the lead singer for lincoln park so that was what i thought of immediately oh i
2: went with okay i probably I. didn't P. really pull it off from
1: a truly random place that r.i.p chester yeah bateman uh rashad bateman coming
0: back agent zero 10 catches 139 yards and a touchdown that was pretty exciting and this week um we host uh the iowa hawkeyes
1: Oh, God. We got to hear about Floyd of Rosedale Floyd again. of
0: Rosedale. <laughs> one of the most <laughs> overrated trophies in all of college. Liter-
1: but it's also the oldest trophy, I think, in football Not, or something like that.
0: I thought that was the Jug.
1: Oh, you're right. Little Brown Jug. Little is. Brown Jug, yeah. which we lost um we got too many trophies for these games anymore i love hey, the trophies who cares? i
0: think they're fun it makes
2: it fun why not
0: i think they're really fun and i you just called
1: floyd of rosedale the most overrated trophy in sports
0: yeah no i i, I like that they <laughs> have but these. i love it okay. too it's just of the big trophies that we have it's probably my least favorite one okay the jug and the axe the axe right are cool. where it's at i don't, don't care about it,
2: the jug so much as the axe The axe
0: is the coolest fucking trophy in
2: yeah. sports because why because when you get it fuck wisconsin you get to go and chop down The goalpost, and what a moment that is. I didn't know that, really, because I never see it.
1: Why?
0: I always turn it off because the Gophers lost. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Tis
1: true, tis true. uh, Also, we shouldn't get too excited. Illinois is a terrible, terrible football program. Lovey Smith is cashing checks at this point. He couldn't care less about building a program at Illinois. Gotcha. All right, guys. NBA is officially back it's coming back December
0: 22nd with about half of the star players playing probably and they're playing a 72 game season I believe they're still gonna have a tournament
2: yeah why half the play what do you mean by that
0: um I was just making a comment about like uh, the rumor is a lot of the big guys are gonna sit out the first part of the season together huh I n- no but like just a lot of guys are going to be like, oh, I got a bad knee, need mm. to sit out the first month. Okay. It's going to be a lot of that because if you think about it, a lot of these guys, especially the Lakers, like AD and LeBron, are not going to play many games until February.
2: All right. Um, well, I'm excited. I don't know. I, I think they're going to try to do like mini bubbles and actually play in the, each other's, you know, actual stadiums and, um, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot more COVID problems. There were zero problems in the playoffs, so it could get bad.
0: I hope that um, they start at the end of December every time from now on. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I think it's the perfect time for them to start. It allows them to go through the summer and
1: then have the finals at the end of the summer. And that's way better for me. Way better. I mean, the only thing it really affects is the draft. And who cares? You can move that back to August when nothing's happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it means that college basketball starts later too,
1: or doesn't, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, March wh- Madness could
0: be May Madness, and it would be awesome.
1: Well, or it could just stay March Madness, and then you get a longer look at the guys. Like, it, I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't really impact that much. I just think that like them competing with
0: football every year is really stupid. So, I think what I would do for college basketball is I would wait for the football national championship game, and I'd start college basketball the next day. I like that. And so I just say, the football national championship game is on January 14th. We start Tuesday, January 15th. Boom. It's every year. The next day is college basketball. Everyone would be so
1: excited. But Eric, how is Mike Shashevsky going to do his Hawaiian Aloha tournament and take his whole team to Honolulu for a seven-night vacation? And go play three basketball games that they know they're going to win against, you know, Lehigh and Pennsylvania <laughs> and whoever. I think
0: it would be awesome if they just did that starting on the day after. Yeah, fair enough. Boom. They, they're, they're, they're playing on a on a cru- cruise ship or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a it's good idea. It's always some crazy thing like that, but that is fine with me. So I think that's what they should do. May Madness instead of March Madness would be way better. Okay. And you don't lose any alliteration with that.
2: You need to maintain alliteration.
0: I was going to say April Madness, and that doesn't work. So we had to just jump all the way up to May. Um, Finally, uh, the Premier League breakdown. The Premier League is all out of whack this year. Um, I'm just going to run through the top six teams and kind of who they play. Does
2: does it feel out of whack for you? Or do you feel pretty comfortable with where you're at? No, I'm comfortable. It's fine. It's just like when I look at who's around me, that's a little surprising. It is very But I'm fine where I'm at.
0: No, but that's what I'm saying. It's out of whack just because first place is Leicester. I know they won the title one year, but I mean
1: they have no business being there.
0: They have no business being the number one team. They're more like a six. They've been fantastic. Um, They had another big win over Wolves. uh, Another Jamie Vardy goal. Jamie Vardy has been the most valuable goal scorer in the league over the past five years, and it's crazy. Yeah,
2: he's great, and he's older too. He does. He doesn't stop.
0: Um, Second place is Spurs. Uh, Spurs got a the best kind of win. Um, I I hate the Spurs, so I'm saying something nice about them here. They got the best kind of win because they went and played against West Brom, who sucks. And West Brom gave them hell all game long. And in the 88th minute, they got a cheap goal from their superstar player, Harry Kane. And those are the games that good teams win. Contenders win those games where you don't have it and a team just drags you into the mud for 90 minutes. And then you force it into the net. And you figured yeah. it out at the last second because you are just better and you just had to win the game. So to me, that was a great win for Spurs. And I know it was probably terrible to watch, and it didn't feel exciting. It didn't feel like a great win, but it's like when you get to the end of the year, that is, those are the type of games that decide if you
1: are competing for the title or you're competing for Europa League. And that's... I watched a lot of Jose Mourinho chelsea matches and he is very good at pushing his players late in matches to like dig deep and find that extra reserve tank you got and really give everything that you have Mm -hmm. so much so that the players like hate playing for him for that reason because he's always pushing them so hard so a little bit of credit goes to him, but I don't know. Harry Kane always seems to find the back of the net late in
2: matches, too. He's, like he's, he's just a monster. Man. He's yeah. incredible. So while we're on Spurs, I want to give one quick shout-out to friend of the pod and Spurs supporter Matt Waite. He did a post for us to promote our podcast, so I thought I would say, oh, thank you. And he's like a local Spurs
0: fan club he's guy. He's like, yeah, he's involved in some I ways. Mean, I feel bad that he picked such a stupid team, but it's hard to talk shit when they're he's in He's happy right place. now. All right. Next up, your team, Jim, Liverpool probably remain favorites to win the title based on their performance today going to city and drawing 1-1. Yeah. The first half was electric the second half was kind a of a snooze, snooze yep. but a 1-1 result um is good for I'm not for mad for about Liverpool. it. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. And they it. gave up a, a penalty and KDB missed it. <laughs> completely missed the net
2: so. Which was hilarious.
0: Uh good good performance from Liverpool. They are hanging around the top. As long as they are within striking distance they have to be considered the best chance at winning this thing and just the thing with Liverpool is is that their players are just so damn good compared to other teams like even the top teams in the league I I tried to think about it today and of all of the like attacking players in the league um I think they have two of the best three I would say Salah and Mane and Sterling are the best attacking guys in the whole league yeah probably and they have two of those guys
2: and Vardy's the best finisher
0: yeah, like a striker, I probably would say Vardy is probably still no I'd probably say Kane is the best. Okay, maybe just he doesn't he doesn't say as healthy, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just they're amazing, and Liverpool is just going to be there from start to finish. Now, to me, the real Cinderella story this year is southampton hell yeah southampton getting it done they were one of the favorites to get relegated when the season started who knows maybe they'll still end up at the bottom but as for now they're in fourth place they got a two-zip win over newcastle they are taking care of business in every game that they're supposed to they're sneaking up on people guys uh, it danny Ings is scoring a ton of timely goals for them like he always does
1: but i think he's done for the year though right
0: i don't know is he That's yeah terrible. i thought he
1: he blew his knee out oh at the last match not not Uh, today or yesterday but the week before okay i think that this is
0: really the league being on its head that we're you know a quarter of the way through or not quite i guess but around a quarter of the way through and southampton is in fourth place is incredible
2: things will settle in they will
0: but but the fact that they are feeling good about staying up even you know southampton's been a really proud team who has developed a lot of the top talent in the premier league and and they have been near the bottom the last few years and here they are competing with the with the top clubs right now uh fifth place ryan your team chelsea um taking care of business when they need to scoring a billion goals
1: i feel really good about our goal differential and how many goals we've scored you're leading the league in goals leading the league in goals tied for goal differential with spurs um our new goalkeeper has been nothing short of like when devin dubnik came to the wild and like turned the (laughs) season around um I think of the 10 goals we've allowed this season, nine of them were from Keppa in four matches. If that sounds right, um, Mendy is incredible. Um, our young guys are starting to gel a little bit better. We've been out without Pulisic for a couple matches, uh, tweaking his hamstring again. Kai Havertz is out with COVID, and it's just sort of like next man up. And sometimes the lineup looks a little bit old, but we have, uh, I would say we have probably the best, best young group of talented players in the league
2: yeah you guys are mostly young
1: we spent the most money yeah of course yeah but i'm happy with all i mean timo Werner has been great ben chilwell has been great hakim zayich has been great mason mount is going to be an english superstar for many years and i hope he stays at chelsea for his entire career um i'm loving it loving everything about it so far and i don't think we've played our best football yet um, it took a little while. I mean, we were we were letting some things slip away. Got a, we got a good keeper. Um, I think we're going to be right in the mix. It's uh,
0: and then in sixth place, the team that just handed it to my team today, Aston Villa, who has now killed Liverpool seven to two and Arsenal three nothing. They're in sixth place. Giant killers. They um, just get
2: inspired or something.
0: I, all I'll say about Arsenal is that I have a lot more confidence suddenly. When we play good teams than when we play bad teams
1: (laughs) that's not suddenly eric that's been the last three seasons (laughs) also didn't aston villa escape relegation last year beating arsenal yeah but another team lost (laughs) and villa won on the last game on the 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 last second
0: and in the game before the last game of the year they ruined arsenal's chances of you know even getting close to the top four at the end because they whooped them on like a wednesday night at the end of the season um a guy I want to talk about is Jack Grealish, who is, I think, the most underrated player in the entire Premier League. He is absolutely dynamite right now. He needs to be playing um, in the in the mix to start for England.
1: And he... Well, it's too bad he plays Mason Mount's position. Otherwise, he might... He's much better than Mount. Okay. Much. Why, don't you, why don't you talk to Gareth Southgate, Southgate the manager I, for England, who says otherwise?
0: No, I... I, I get it but I'm telling you Grealish plays on the wing as well just like he does. I Grealish is an absolute phenom
1: in the Premier League. Grealish is a better uh winger. Ma- Mount's a better midfielder. Dude,
0: I don't know, man. I I think Grealish is going to start for England in the ne- in the Euros. He's 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 a beast. I w- I wish you could get us some stats on this. Yeah, (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was brutal. Arsenal uh, was terrible. They just never even... I don't even know if they got a shot. It was just... Luckily, the Vikings were on at the same time.
1: So you had something positive. I was watching
0: the Vikings and I had Arsenal on silent and I was just like, whatever. All right, guys. We're going to finish up today with break it down we got three questions for you guys you guys can play with us at home first question is best city to host a sporting event so when i mean a sporting event i mean like one of the championships a super bowl something like that what is the best city that it could be in
2: It's mm. a great question i'm going uh, i don't know
0: i'm probably going to go with the new stadium in la would be my pick now the five billion dollar stadium out there LA obviously has the weather to host things year round. It's always in the seventies and sunny. And I'm gonna go with
2: LA. I like that.
1: I don't like it at all. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> well, no, I think I think LA is a terrible city, like infrastructure wise, to host like a big event. I think you'd be like in nightmarish traffic. All like let's say you were trying to go to the Every place to
2: stay is outlandish. It's a thousand dollars a night yeah. at a
1: super eight. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it would just be an absolute disaster. I'm not saying that price gouging doesn't happen in other cities.
2: Mm -hmm. I totally, I I get that. Um, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go like Miami. I mean, they always have the Super Bowls down there. It's, the weather is always amazing. I don't know. Or Chicago because I could actually get there and it's really fun. I I love Chicago. Depending
1: on the event, you know, like is it it in the summer or is it you know something like are we talking Super Bowl? I think.
2: Yeah, summers in in Chicago or winters in Chicago suck because it's just like like windy and cold and not that snowy.
1: You need a big enough city with lots of infrastructure already in place, but also like a lot of good like local food that's good. I don't think Mm -hmm. LA would necessarily have that unless you wanted to drive an hour and a half to some phenomenal tacos
2: and shit, obviously, but yeah sure we're not going to nobu
1: right you're not going for sushi in la right i would say i i feel like a city in texas would be great i I feel like houston might be good i mean it's gonna be hot like if it's a july event you're gonna be you know sweating but in the
2: winter it'd be perfect
1: yeah like like if you're doing super bowl and you get to go to houston and they got barbecue and there's lots of stuff to do downtown i don't know maybe maybe dallas too I, i feel like texas might be the best of both worlds in terms of weather infrastructure, things might be a little bit cheaper. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I can't hate on that. I'm hate. literally and grasping. The barbecue
2: going to be great. And the Mexican food's going to be great. You got a great
1: mix of all that. I like it.
2: I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with you- your take Houston. I've never even been there, but I bet it's I haven't
1: either. Perfect. For I, I, this. I guess I was like extrapolating. Like it's the bigger Texas metropolis. cities. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Cool. All right. Uh, best commentator in sports right now.
2: I just love Doris Burke so much. Um, I don't know. That's what my mind jumps to every game she's on in the NBA. She's just phenomenal.
1: And that, and that hit you right away. Like you didn't even have to think about that. I love ever.
2: her. I, I did some kind of who, post on who's Instagram. Who's the guy who just
0: retired? The, the hockey guy.
1: Marv Albert. He's not a hockey guy.
0: The hockey guy.
1: Who's everyone
0: loves. Oh, Doc Emmerich. Doc Emmerich. I love him. He deserves to at least be in the conversation. Yeah, he's really good. He just left though. He's just retired, which sucks because he's just the best. Um, i mean it's probably got to be buck though right joe buck he does every game he did the whole world people, series it's in the a lover hate for him
2: he's great he's everywhere though and he, he knows so much about every sport crazy. i think he does a really good job uh,
0: collinsworth yeah. Yeah. people hate him i love him he's great love collinsworth al michaels sure love love uh, love uh, are you romo. A romo? are you a romo i like romo he's good
2: <laughs> what I about, about gruden I loved the Grinders. Gruden. I loved Gruden. I <laughs> wish he was still doing it. He was
0: better there for me. Um, yeah. I like a lot of like the big guys in the NFL. I think the NFL has the best. And then uh, who's the the big guy? Martin Tyler is that his name? The big Premier League guy.
1: Yes. Oh, He's... Arlo White.
0: Um, they have a bunch of them.
1: Uh
0: yeah i mean martin tyler is like the old british
1: guy yeah yeah he's, he's good he's great he's ian done dark, tons of great ian dark is the u.s men's national team guy and he's an old british guy and he's great too give me any old british guy yeah and i'm i'm in okay. um yeah i like all of the people that you named i i don't i don't know kinder
2: at de saint-aubin i mean you know I, I she's a friend of the pod she does a great she job she gets a mention okay
1: for when i watch mls right which is rare yeah if they'd ever let me in the fucking stadium, yeah. I might watch a little You've, bit more. You're trying. You, I've you already given them sold. my money. Yeah. I haven't been there. I haven't They set haven't foot held up their, their end of the bargain. Um, uh, I love Gus Johnson. I know he's doing college football now, but when he used to do March Madness, it would just send chills down my spine with the way he used to call games. Yeah. Uh, but I love all the guys. I, I love everyone that you mentioned, including DB. I love when she does games. She's... Mm-hmm. People... She's like funny too. People that don't like her because she's a woman and like never played NBA. Like I don't give a fuck. Dude, she
2: was like a great college player. She and-
1: calls games better than most of the guys. Yeah.
0: By far. All right. Um. Last question of the day.
2: Best sports bar. Ooh, locally? Yeah. Your, your pick. Um. Man, I've been going to Bunnies a lot in Northeast. I don't think that's the best food or the best beer selection, but they're always like open and i can get a seat with huge tvs in my face and you can turn on whatever and the service you... is always fine it's not that packed so i you don't can think always... we have like a ton of great options for sports bars in the cities we
1: don't and with bunnies you can there's not enough people in there that if you change the channel on a tv nobody's gonna get pissed off
2: oh yeah, yeah. i just go in there and be like put this tv on what i, I want need the wolves game that yeah. one in case i turn my chair <laughs> i want that one. <laughs> um no i like that one i think max industrial should get a shout out Stanley's should probably get a shout out, although I don't really go there for sports. Stanley it's says too many games. Packer
1: fans on Sundays. Fuck that place.
2: They do, they do. It's weird. Eric, how do you feel about Stanleys? <laughs> that says it's it whatever. all. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm gonna go. We're not gonna get into I, those stories.
0: I know that everybody on who listens to this show expects me to give the coolest takes right Um, that's what i'm known for just like being the cool guy who has all the cool takes you're always
2: always (laughs) level-headed he wears sunglasses like black sunglasses we record every time which is cool i mean hard to get a read on him.
0: i know everybody is expecting that from me and i'm gonna go the opposite way i'm gonna give you the least cool take that i could possibly give the best sports bar is b-dubs they have infinity tvs yeah the food is super okay
1: I heard they got some really good hot wings, <laughs> <I'm> blazing.
0: <laughs> they they have the most TVs ever, though. If you really want to sit down and watch games, everyone at your table can see it on three different big screens. It's the sound is good. The place is huge, so you can always get a table.
1: You want another hot take, real quick? Mm-hmm. They do smash burgers now. Oh, and I had one pre-pandemic. They're fucking good. What's okay. a smash burger? Like just Like like a, a, a like a thin flat top it's like a patty like culver style yeah like a Culver's mm. style they didn't used to but they, they do now it's good
0: it's like i should order it next time i go there i would get like a little a small thing
1: of wings and a little smash burger and you can get whatever you want on it mm. it's basically like a create your own smash burger you can get bacon you get double patty extra cheese raw onion Ooh. for our guy over here to the right um Thanks i can't i can't hate that take Eric except Dude, their except their beer selection is way sucks. Do you like Blue Moon? No. Do you want a Blue Moon? Yeah, or a Blue Moon. <laughs> we also have Blue Moon. Perhaps a Blue Moon. We have all the Shandies and all the Blue Moons. We do got you, fresh oranges. Do you like Half Moon or what's the uh, Pyramid? <laughs> do you want Full a a, bu- oh. a Boulevard Hefeweizen? We got that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only company that sells it. Uh, uh can I
2: give a, a sh- like you know an honorable mention? Yes. Sensors was cool before all the shit went down
0: before was his his wife wife got wasted and and hit
2: and ran on some poor dude on the side of the street fixing his car and Um, said she hit a deer and he like covered but you know the nice thing is it's a judgment-free zone yeah you can go in there with like 18 d-dubs you're still welcome yeah they'll serve you because who are they to say shit (laughs) they don't care (laughs) half the
1: staff there probably has (laughs) exactly um i'll go lame should i go lame yeah yeah keep it true Brits, yourself? brits for no, Chelsea that's a good matches. One. Oh. Like, brits is a good especially place. especially when you can get the like for big events you get the outside tv going you got the yeah. the, the rooftop patio yeah, i like
2: the little hidden nooks and make out places that i don't actually make out with anybody in but they're cool but you could if it's kind of got to. like it feels like a little bit of a mysterious old place i like brits
1: i like
0: yeah. brits too i think that's great it just seems like every time i go there to watch a game it doesn't go how i want it to it's mostly international games and i'm like really need u.s victory here and it's like u.s gets killed by someone by well, what trinidad the hell do and tobago had? yeah all right guys. i think that's a
1: problem with the team that you're rooting for as yeah. opposed to the bar
0: very true all right guys that is it that's all the time we have check back in later this week for more nord east podcast um yeah guys it's been real it's been great and we got the vikings headed towards 500 hopefully with another win uh against the bears next week so skull vikings and thank you guys for listening to the nord east podcast